Welcome to the Lincoln Baptist Daily Reading Program. Today is day 350. We're still in Job and Revelation. We've got Job 10 and 11 and Revelation chapter 3 and 4. Job is an incredibly tough reading. You can clearly see that this man is at rock bottom. Consider the end of chapter 10. He wants the trial to be over so that he can live out his final day with just a glimmer of hope. What we see here is when the devil brings his full attack, it is too much for a man to be able to cope with. Yet in Job, we still see that glimmer of hope. Verse 12 of chapter 10. The Lord granted him life and it continues to be sustained by the Lord. Even amongst all this trial, Job recognises it's for the Lord to decide when it's over or whether it needs to continue. As we head into chapter 11, he gets another beating, this time with regard to his character. He is mocked in verse 4 for having pure doctrine and living a righteous life. He then in verse 6 is told that he deserves worse than the trial he is suffering, for Job is not righteous and he must be humbled. Talk about kicking a guy when he's down. From today's passage though, we are learning that no matter the depth of the trial, no matter how painful it is and how destructive it is, God is still in charge. He still gets to decide when we are blessed and when we face the trial. God is the one that helps us learn our lessons and develops our faith into something mature and holy. In the example of Job, we must remember to rely on the Lord, for we clearly cannot face what the devil throws at us alone. We need the help of God. As we go into our New Testament reading in Revelation 3 and 4, yesterday we looked at the first four churches in the seven churches. Today we look at the latter three. We have Sardis. It seems the church in Sardis has become all about what they do, working hard, being active as a church and being a go-getter. Yet at the core, it is dead. The first love of Christ is not their motivation. Activity is their motivation. Yet there is still a glimmer of hope for our few remain who are still focused on Jesus. To those individuals, they will be blessed. Then we have Philadelphia. The church in Philadelphia is holding up strong, not by their own power or might, but by the Lord's help. They hold fast to the word of God and they patiently endure the trial. The Lord promises to keep them and that in the end days they will not face a severe trial. Blessing is promised to the faithful church. And then we have Laodicea. This church has the harshest words spoken against it. It has become neither good nor bad, just a middle-of-the-road church. They have built up wealth and they no longer use it for the kingdom. It just sits there. The Lord encourages the people to seek treasures in Christ, for if they do, then he will faithfully forgive and bless. Like someone at a door, they all they have to do is open it. In contrast, we then have chapter 4 and the throne room of Christ. Notice the difference. Notice the purity, the vastness, the unbelievable environment. This is Jesus who has spoken to the churches. He has all authority and he is completely glorious. When we begin to apply these chapters to our lives, we see that we all too often slip into bad habits and sin in the church. And we don't really pay attention to the Lord's rebuke because we're ignorantly forgetting his power and might. The throne room reminds us this is the creator God speaking. We would do well to humble ourselves before him. Friends, as the church, we need to remember that it's Christ who is the head of the church. Not me, not you, not a group, not a ministry, not even the title on the front door. It is Christ, the Son of God, the Messiah, who's the head of the church. Therefore, he has final authority over all things. 
Let's pray. Father, we do indeed pray that Jesus would have final authority over our church. We pray that he would be front and centre. Father, we pray that even when we go through the trial, that we would trust that you have it in hand and it's your plan being fully revealed to us. Father, we pray this in the confidence that you're listening, that you're hearing us and you're answering our prayers. We pray this in your name. Amen.